0: Rugby wrap-up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig & Whistle, the world's best rugby pump. And Lean & Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello everybody and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE Champion John Bradshaw Layfield, God's Gift to Rugby, Gift A Beilu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest. Hey everybody, we got a lot to talk about with the guys in the green room. John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and rugby's gift to mankind, Gift A. Baylou. But first, before we get to them and look ahead, let's take a quick look back at what happened. First one up, Friday Night Lights. Old Glory welcomed in the Utah Warriors, and the Warriors were road favorites, minus three. The team from the nation's capital was winless on the season as they welcomed in a Warriors team that had turmoil of their own. Like DC, Utah parted ways with their head coach, but that didn't keep them from quieting the Friday night District of Columbia crowd by scoring the first try. It was by Caleb Makini who got the ball from Mikey Tao who was simply everywhere. A sloppy match then followed with controversial calls, head injury assessments, even one for the aforementioned Tao. But Old Glory scored late to take the lead and needed only to kill the clock. No such luck as they gave the ball back to Utah for a kick to win it. And Calvin Whiting pushed it wide right, leaving Scott Norwood and Buffalo Bills fans smiling someplace. And the Capital District of Rugby fans jumping for joy as Old Glory got off the schneid. Old Glory won 22-21 and Utah did not cover Then it was north of the border to Toronto. The Arrows hosting New Orleans. Toronto, minus four at home, but New Orleans scored 36 points on the road in Toronto. Indeed, the match was tied at 10 when NOLA then forgot why they were in Canada. They got absolutely annihilated from that point on, including a hustling Giuseppe Dutoy getting a rebound off the post and burying it in the net for a power play goal. Arrows fans were mostly happy but for the lackadaisical play of the Toronto defense in the last four minutes, allowing New Orleans to grab two tries and a bonus point. With two sides allergic to defense, 13 tries and 89 points was scored. The Arrows pulled eight of them from their Canadian quivers. Final score, Toronto 53, NOLA 36. Toronto covered the four points and then some. The Seattle Seawolves welcomed in the San Diego Legion in a Western Conference battle, and it was the road favorites, San Diego minus three. With impressive pack play from Samuel Manoa, Ben Landry, and Oxford man Andrew Duratalo, the Seawolves built a surefire, starfire lead, but nearly let it slip away, as Joe Peterson and Chris Robshaw helped get the visiting Legion back in it. But the Seawolves held on, and happy Seattle fans Tony Ridnell and Broccoli Guy allegedly got Rocky the Seawolf tattoos together after three beers in the parking lot. Seattle wins 34-32, San Diego does not cover. The Dallas Jackals welcomed in state rivals, the Austin Gilgronies, and it was the Gilgronies the road favorite again, minus 17. Note to self, when you let up nine tries in a rugby game at home, there's a good chance you are going to lose. That formula was not disproven by the Dallas Jackals as the Austin Gilgronies absolutely destroyed the home team in a Texas Derby. Chris Matina was all over the pitch, invigorated by his appearance on this show last week, and Mark O'Keefe continues to make defenses look silly. Austin wins 57-3, Austin covers by a mile. Finally, it was the Los Angeles Guiltinis welcoming in their Western Conference rivals, the Houston Sabercats. And the Guiltinis were favored by seven. LA showed they can actually play defense and that they're not just pretty in pink. But there are questions this Guiltini team needs to answer, like why did John Ryberg shave his head? He must have lost a bet, but it was Hanko Hermescheis and his buzz cut. Who were the talk of Hollywood as he is really looking at home standing out in consecutive victories over New York and a tough Houston team that nearly won this match indeed if Hanko was not in this lineup against the Sabercats then it's a different ball game LA holds on versus the dangerous Houston Sabercats 17 to 12 as the visitors get a key bonus point on the road LA does not cover the spread and with that, we're going to take a quick break before we welcome in WWE legend John Bradshaw Layfield and rugby's gift to mankind, Gift A. We'll be right back.
1: Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships.
2: It's easy at
0: If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. All right, here they are, John Bradshaw, Layfield, the WWE legend, and the Rugby's Gift to Mankind, Gift a Baloo. That's right, the Rugby's Gift to Mankind, Gift a Baloo. Gift, where are you these days? Where
1: are you this I am. I am at the new home in Brazil.
2: Finally,
0: ah, that finally, it. John. He's been paying rent on that thing for about eighteen months. A little suspicious.
2: <laughs> that man's got houses everywhere. Don't ask <laughs> questions. Okay, there's a good chance that he might be in hiding. All right, Now, Oh,
0: wait a minute. Oh, wait. Oh, we got to go over who got the wooden spoon last week. And yours truly was four and one, so clearly he's not in the running. You were not sports.
2: four and one. Gift yeah. was four and one. Uh, four gift,
0: one. gift, and John were three and two. They obviously didn't check the corrected uh, records email because they don't look at emails, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, they thought they were both four and one, and not they were both three and two. Oh glory, DC, off oh, the Schneid! They actually won a game, Friday Night Lights game. Yeah, Friday Night Lights game. They beat the Utah Warriors at home in the District of Columbia, and now they're back at home and they're welcoming in another team that's still on the schneid, your Dallas Jackals, John, and it's all glory favored by eight points.
2: What a difference Coach Nate has made. We said Nate should coach, he coached, and he's winning. We said gift should host, he isn't hosting yet, and we're losing. That's a separate issue. The main point is here, look, they played great against New York, same amount of tries. They played great the next week, same amount of tries. The kicking was bad. Last week, they put it all together, and they win 22-21. This is a, an exciting team. I got to go down and visit the team, give them a little pep talk. They came out and won the damn game. So, yes, I'm taking full credit for old glory
1: winning. <laughs>
0: All right, you know one could argue that uh, Nate's the coach of Old Glory because he's been on this show, and therefore the producer of the show gets credit for that. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna split hairs with you, John, because you're dead wrong. Gift, who do you like in this one?
1: Wait a minute, I didn't choose a team
0: yet. You just did. You just told. You said. No, you I take, didn't. I oh, so you now you're not gonna take Old Glory. Team. I didn't say what's gonna happen with Dallas. Okay, let me hear you take Dallas now.
2: No, I'm not going to take Dallas. Thank you. I'm going with old glory. Paul Sheehy and my very nice Atlas SUV that I've got out in the driveway. And our pal, Coach Nate, who's the modern day Vince Lombardi powerful
0: words there gift i don't know how you're gonna follow that up and and unfortunately you i understand what john's saying because he's got a volkswagen from shihi auto stores i've got a volkswagen from shihi auto stores one of these days we're gonna get well now that you're in brazil it's a little bit more difficult but what's your take on this one
1: one we can still ship them down here just saying we're at a port city or allegedly anyways on top of that i can't agree with john moore look we got a situation where New Orleans, we lost two of the greatest coaches, offensive coaches that could ever exist, Sean Payton and Osborne. And, of course, whenever now that we've got a chance to see that, we got to see what D.C. gets to do with it. And, unfortunately, uh, Washington commanders aren't going to have that same feeling. But, Nate, been consistent as ever, always had the best offense, steadily growing, said it, called it, will do it. Old glory with the eight. Old glory with the eight. All right, I'm going to make it
0: Crazy Eights. I'm going all glory, D.C., and it's got nothing to do with my Sheehy Auto Stars car. It's because this team, for the first time this season, I can pick with confidence and say they're going to slaughter Dallas. Nah! Yeah, next one up, Noah, Nala hosting Austin, the Gilgronies, who decimated their opposition last weekend. And now Austin on the road, John, favored by 10 points against Nala, who got walloped in Canada.
2: I hate to say this, they're going to have a good time down on Bourbon Street. They can go visit Marie Laveau and some voodoo. But the gold mine, I'm afraid, is bankrupt this season. I don't think Nala is. I think Nala's checked it in. They're ready to bounce basketballs and get to the next season. And I think the Gilgronies are on fire right now. They're looking for unbeatable. And I think they're going to roll them boys in the gold mine. Roll them boys.
0: All right. He's taking, te- he's taking the team from Texas, Gift. And I know that you are dyed-in-the-wool New Orleans fan.
1: Let's hear it, Gift. Look, look. I refuse. I refuse to speak slanderous of my New Orleans anything. All right? I refuse. That being said, I, I also am not going to try and play with this one. It's one thing to go against Atlanta, one thing to go against Canada of any sort, but I'm not going to continue to go against common sense. Look, Austin just the best team in rugby right now, and particularly on the West. A hey, Austin taking this, just just they taking this across the board. But no
0: slander to New Orleans. I'll pick up the the uh, mantle for the for the slander. Nola sucks this year. They absolutely <laughs> suck, and they are a God. gun. They are gonna get. Nice. They are gonna get their a- kicked this weekend by Austin Gilgronis. The Austin Gilgronis are gonna kick a-
2: your mouth, potty mouth. That slander, those bad words. Mama Lizard would be not be happy with you, and she'd wash your mouth out with this Listerine, which is exactly what she should do. You should be ashamed of yourself for using language like that.
0: If a good crisp mouthwash of Listerine on the rugby odds will help, then I'll certainly do it. And we're gonna take a quick break before we come back for the rest of our matches. Hold your horses, we'll be right back. I've been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste, and my beer's Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has a taste on the flavor.
2: What do you think's on the label?
0: I think there's a, a naked woman Riding on a unicorn,
2: jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer.
0: back. We're going to stay with the Texas theme, John. Houston hosting Toronto. This is a tough game to call. Houston played well in LA and came up just short. And Toronto beat the snot out of the NOLA gold. So now it's Toronto on the road as three-point favorites.
2: This isn't hard to call. Houston all the freaking way. They are a different team now. They're playing defense. They're playing like a team. They're playing so well. I think Toronto's a really good team. But I think uh, Houston, at home, is going to roll them boys. They're going to roll them boys. ain't hard to call. Don't come to Texas expecting a victory.
0: All right. Again, John, with the hate for our our neighbors to the north gift, Uh, I know that you don't like
1: Canada. If there was any time that vengeance was more eminent, it would be this week. As Toronto has to enter into the sweltering heat, known as Houston, and go down into that little side, saber-toothed tiger zone. It, look, Houston's got this one. They've been showing them out. Danny Barrett's been leading them. They've been finding their way. Houston's going to at least keep this within the three. I expect the win, but definitely expect them to keep it a close game. Toronto is acceptable, but they're not going to be able to take that change of variation. You try going back in time was tough. try going back down into the hot weather.
0: Okay, so you're taking Houston. It's what he just said, dummy. <laughs> I, I, you, if more power to you, if you figure out what he just said, because I am absolutely clueless, more clueless than usual, but this one is not, you guys are making this, you're oversimplifying this match. Toronto just scored eight tries. They are playing well. They're getting healthy. Houston. Yes. They, they kept the Gilgronies to 17 points. They had an opportunity to win that match a couple of times at the Coliseum. They're home again. Two schizophrenic teams.
2: I'm going with Toronto. Toronto's going to win this one. All you wanted to do was choose against the great state of Texas. You choose against gifts, home c- country as well. You, my friend, are a xenophobe. You don't like the South.
0: It sounds like John needs a little of that Listerine. That refreshing, germ-killing mouthwash that we have here on TRO, the Rugby Odds.
2: It's for when you use foul language and you have to wash your mouth out because Mama Lizard is watching and she does not approve of foul language.
0: There you have it. That's a PSA and a commercial all-in-one here in modern technology. Next one, the Utah Warriors who lost to all glory and it looked like they were going to pull that one out and, and Calvin Whiting went Scott Norwood. He went
2: wide right. There's a snap. There's a kick. It is up. It is. No good. No one missed. Scott Norwood, how many people do you think he's going to get a 1990 Buffalo Bill reference? Well, if
0: you listen to the old glory broadcast, Colin Hawley brought up, he said, laces out, which is, we all know. 40 years old. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Everybody in Buffalo knows what that means, and so does everybody that's a New York Giants fan. So whatever, just give me your goddamn pick.
2: Hey, Seattle loses by only two to the Free Jacks. I think it's because the Free Jacks have a problem in the second half when they're playing a team that they should beat. But Seattle is a well-coached team; they are a well-disciplined team. It showed last week against San Diego, and I think they're going to go down there and they're going to catch these guys. I just don't think that uh, Utah is that they have the desire. I, I, they look at when they cover balls, when they cover breakdowns, they're just not there. They're not playing as a team. And I think Seattle is. I think Seattle is a better club. Seattle's fighting for a playoff spot. Utah is fighting for offseason.
0: Gift the mountain people hosting Seattle. Now, Seattle is further north. Gift. So, is that the same
1: in elevation with what's going on in Utah in your your neck of the woods? Look, I know Buffalo and Canada are basically the same place, but the arguments don't work the same in all places. All climates are not the different by the. I don't even understand it. Look, the point is, broccoli people have been playing. Well, I, I don't even want to refer to that whole question again. That doesn't even make any sense to me. But broccoli people have been doing sufficient. And look, given what it is, Utah is in a situation where they are. Coachless. We've seen it too many times. If you don't have a coach, you can't. It doesn't matter who you have as your players. You can't play. You end up sucking it out. And right now, Utah is in the dips. Seattle's going to take this, continue their little trample through the West, end up being the fourth best team in the West and take this one on.
0: All right. But gift uh, against your point, Seattle won two championships without a real head coach.
1: Yeah, Seattle also went whenever there's like the teams barely even knew each other. So that's basically just the equivalent of the NBA prior to desegregation. Yeah, peasant. Yeah. It's the don't, same exact don't
2: thing. King
0: and peasant. I'm just a plebe here, but I, I, I'm going to go with the Seattle Seawolves on the road in Utah because Seattle's back five, their four, five, six, seven, and eight are dominating games right now. You got Samu Manoa. Landry, and now Andrew Duratalo back from Cambridge, or uh, Oxford, I'm, I'm sorry, Oxford, and those three guys were prominent in their victory versus San Diego, and they opened up for that back line. I think that Seattle, in the second half of the season, Seattle is going to be a team to be contended with, and Seattle is going to win this one in Utah easily, easily.
2: Duratalo, a hell of a sevens player, by the way.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly, and now he's got an Oxford degree. Next up, New York. Hosting New England. This is a big battle in the Eastern Conference. New York with their tail between their legs a little bit after getting destroyed in Los Angeles. New England and New York coming off a bye week. New York getting another Oxford guy back. Newly dubbed Oxford guy in Nick Savetta, the six foot eight lock. He's going to make his first appearance with New York after being over in Oxford with the likes of Andrew Duratalo. And it's New England coming into Hoboken, New Jersey, and favored by four on the road. Road favorites, John.
2: Yep, they should be the underdog. I think New York is a very good team. And I think they're a team that is one of the top teams in the league. They're fighting for that uh, top tier spot uh, in their conference. Uh, just underneath uh, the, the two big teams. But, I, I look, I think that New York is overmatched here, though. You look at the Free Jackals. Free Jackals won, lost one game, 19-15, to 15, out in the Coliseum. Then they rolled in boys for eight straight weeks. But, but they only win by two against Seattle. They only win by four against Nala. They're taking their foot off in the second half, which I think could be a problem. But I think they're playing to their competition. I think they're going to play their competition in New York, which is a very good team, and I think they're going to win a very good rugby game.
0: And you're picking New England.
2: I am picking the Free Jackals, the T-Sippers, to come into New York and win a very good game and a close game because Free Jackals, they only won one game uh, by a double digits. They don't blow teams out.
0: How many kids out there are confused after watching this program thinking the name of the team is either T-Sippers or Free Jackals, and are we capitalizing on that merchandising
1: deal? Gift! What's your take on this one? Look, this is a rivalry match, but this is happening in Hoboken. Again, the field that is advantageous to the opponents almost consistently. And New England is going to show it again, the advantage of that small field and how it does to that New York defense and just puts them in turmoil. New England is just on a roll. It, they've just been doing too much. And again, add that rivalry game and they're going to sked up for it. Uh, you know, it's going to be a close one, but I do see New England keeping holding the points and uh taking the win everything that you just said made sense it always does it always does. it just depends on who's translating this this is this one is a game that new york
0: has to win new england doesn't have to win this one and they got their final game of the season these teams are going to meet for the third time in the regular season because there's, a, there's 13 teams in the league so there's some uneven uh schedule stuff going on so new england and new york play three times this season the final game of the season will be up in new england New York has to win this game.
2: Sign language for bull. Because oh. okay? all you're trying to do is rationalize picking New York again. York. Exactly. You're going through this whole diatribe. You're going to pick New York because you love Steve Lewis and you're a suck-up sycophant. So go on with your right, – go on. Go on. Keep spinning. Who was 4-1 last week Rich.
0: and who was 3-2? And, and two? Pick New York. Who, who's, who's got the better picks? What? I'm taking New York plus the four. <laughs> of course you plus are. Plus four of points. Of course you are. Four You're points. Next one up, San Diego, in a must-win situation, welcoming in Atlanta, the Rattlers, and it's the Rattlers minus four on the road, John.
2: Yeah, you got a couple teams in both conferences that, that are leading the pack. You got Atlanta and the Free Jackals on one conference. You got the Guild Twins, as King Abelu calls them, in the other. And you got uh, three middle-of-the-road teams that are trying to break out. That are very good teams, by the way, Houston, San Diego, and Seattle. San Diego needs this win very badly to get to the playoffs. Uh, and you got Atlanta in a cross-country trip. I think Atlanta is a slightly better team. Osberger being out certainly has hurt them. Rob Shaw being back has certainly helped San Diego. So it depends what team they put on the field. I think Atlanta is a slightly better team, but I think San Diego wins this game. Gift
0: is a tough one. And, and I know you don't like Atlanta either, but you don't, you, 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 you
1: Sididi LA versus, uh, Sididi New Orleans. I mean, look, you know, the power of the fake cities, I got to still give it over to the East. Look, There's been no doubt that we've seen it consistently. The east side has been overwhelmingly better than the west when it comes to -to head-to-head matches, especially from the top teams. And for whatever reason it is, not that San Diego is a bad team, even though I will make fun of them to the day I die, but they just don't seem to always have that it factor to get over the top. It's been consistent. This seems to when it matters most, they seem to falter back, and I look at Atlanta, a team that is well-organized, well-designed, well-studied, well-organized. I said that twice for the purpose of saying this, and I die on the inside, that fake New Orleans will be able to consistently continue to maintain their position and hold themselves into the playoff spots, taking this one with the win and the points. Fake New Orleans for the folks at home is Atlanta. Sididi, LA is San
0: Diego, just, just to let you know. And sometimes Austin. And sometimes Austin.
2: Our fans are smart people. They know exactly what King and Belu's saying.
0: That makes that makes one of us okay. Uh, now you've confused me because I was all I was all set to take San Diego in this one, and Atlanta is healthy and they're good. It's that trip, and it's, who's more desperate for the win? I'm gonna go with Atlanta. I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'm going with the Rattlers, and I was going to go with San Diego until you two talked me out of it. So now we're all going to lose together. Great, guys. Fabulous. That's just f-ing great.
2: Oh, oh, don't even start. I'm getting you a whole thing of Listerine, pal. Watch the language. On that note, guys, final thoughts. John. New York and the Free Jackals. This is going to be a great game, I believe. The Free Jackals, they're leading the league right now, and they've only lost the one game to the Giltinis out in the Coliseum at the very start of the season. Since then, they've been rolling. But they're not beating teams very badly. So, it's going to be interesting to me to see them go into Hoboken and you, uh, Steve Lewis, <laughs> are going to be on the sidelines somewhere and see what happens. I think it's going to be a great game of
1: rugby.
0: Well, gift before I – retaliate why don't you go ahead
1: look one one john needs to be the preacher in the face of this program right here i just i just got to say it at this now got to be the face of this secondly look i actually think that this atlanta san diego game is actually going to be probably one of the most important to watch when it comes to the playoffs down the line because i think either one of these teams can be game breakers and disruptors in the playoffs but One's got to be able to get in, look for it. I, I'm still diamond the inside. I'm looking at Atlanta anything, but still go with it. I think New York is going to kick the T-Sippers'
0: and win by 10 oh, points. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's shocking. 10 shocking. points. Shocking. Oh, yeah. 10 <laughs> points. Why don't you just take this clip right now and send it to Steve? Because <laughs> I think oh, they, are they are who we thought they are. But they are who we thought they were. Oh, look what I did! Mean. I said you're the
0: best. On that note, I want to thank John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, Mister Gift Day, Bayley, rugby's gift to mankind, and thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other segments and our other shows, including the College Rugby Wrap Up and our Major League Rugby Highlight Show. And also hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Sign up for our weekly newsletter, and please, please, please join our American Red Cross blood donor team.
1: Oh hell king Ebaleu